Welcome back to the show, everyone. Episode 11. I got another guest here, my buddy Joe. Probably heard me uh, mention him a couple times in previous episodes. We've uh, known each other for like, what, five years now? Um, I think it's less than that, but it feels less? like five years. Yeah. I mean, we get deep on, on conversations. So you guys had a nice light episode on Friday, and uh, here comes the conspiracies again. Every time I talk to this guy, we end up talking about, you know, consciousness, uh, aliens, aliens, you know, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I got him in the studio today. First guest in the new studio. Yeah. So welcome. Thank you. It is just beautiful in here. Thanks, man. It's also yeah. going to get really hot in here with That's the okay. uh, body heat. That's all right. It's it's like Mona Lisa's smile in here. What? Mediocre? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really small. Was that a dude? I, I, I was like reading into I think that and it they was, were like... It was a distant relation to Caitlyn Jenner. Because <laughs> they were saying the... Uh, who painted it? Like Da Vinci? Da Vinci, yeah. They were saying that that was Da Vinci. Like he painted himself or something? As a woman. <sighs> but maybe he just looked like that. Well, you know, Da Vinci is really interesting because in some of his paintings, he actually depicts UFOs in the background of, of a lot of these religious pictures. So, you know, it's not like... This is a phenomenon that's happening currently, but it happened thousands of years ago too. Well, yeah, that's like the uh, all those ancient people were painting like spaceships and people with big heads and big eyes, yeah. and then and then everyone now is like, oh, it's just you know, just their artwork. They didn't yeah. know how to draw. Yeah, they were just playing with their shit. Yeah, finger painting. Yeah, and I go. Oh, and the other thing, dude, is is how does the Chinese have the same paintings as the Aztecs? And it's like, how are you cheating? How are you cheating off another kid in class if you don't even live in the same? They're not even in the same classroom. No, no. And, and supposedly they didn't even have technology to talk to one another or travel to one another. So there must have been something that was showing them the same things. Yeah, because it goes from like cave paintings to like people throwing spears at buffaloes, and then mm -hmm. you have the big heads and the UFOs, and you go, okay. Yeah. And I mean, you're just if all you have is a rock. To draw with, you're just going to kind of be like, eh, this is what I saw. Yeah, exactly. You're going to draw what you know and talk about what you know. I mean, even the Native Americans, they have legends of of people getting sucked up into the sky. Look at Ezekiel, a wheel within a wheel. Even if you want to talk about Christianity, Jesus, what? Ascended into heaven. Right. And I was trying to tell my buddy Mike this. I had him on episode, I think it was eight, and I was like trying to tell him that. You know, he was saying, what, what's the what's the pastor going to preach on Sunday when the aliens come? <laughs> you know, but I'm like, well, if you look at the text, wheel within a wheel, mm -hmm. what the heck does that mean? Well, I, I think that if disclosure, that's what we crazy people in the UFO world call it, disclosure. Right. If disclosure actually happens, there will be a massive paradigm shift. If you think about it, the Mormons believe that when you die, you get your own planet, right? <laughs> so if Christianity is true... If Christianity is true, Jesus would have had to go and die on every single planet where there is intelligent life, unless they are soulless beings. So if these aliens come down and say, oh, yeah, we know Jesus. He died for us, too. Great. Christianity is real. Will they knock on your door with a pen in the pocket going, we want to tell you about <laughs> Joseph Smith? <laughs> they, they could. They could. They go, hey, well, sorry we parked uh, our craft in your driveway. <laughs> we just want to let you know. What's worse? What's worse, Jehovah's Witnesses or Muslims? I mean, not Muslims. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mormons. They Sean Madden comedy does not affiliate with anything <laughs> that is. No, I. Uh, I don't know, man. I half my mom's. Whoever family, knocks on your door less. Well, I have Muslim friends, and you know, you always like mess with them. Like, you know, let's go get a bacon cheeseburger stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, uh, half my mom's side of the family—not my mom, but like her side of the family. Mm -hmm. Heavy Mormons. One of them is a bishop. And what does so, that mean? Do they? How old do they have to be to, like, be a bishop? Is this one where you can be like a kid and be a bishop, or if you're a bishop in the Mormon Church, you can marry a kid? Which one is it? I have no idea. See, I went to the <laughs> service once, and everyone's like, "This is Brother Tobias. This is Sister, whatever." And I'm the like, Mormons. It's a wild, bro. Just like, just like Tom Hanks and all these famous people that are Chrissy Teigen. They're all into like the weird. Like being with little children, I don't know what that's about. Like, but it's, it's the Mormon Church is all about that. It's gross. Is it? Yeah, I yeah. didn't know the Mormon Church was because I know like Mormons that have like families and like the Latter Day it Saints. Seems like they have their shit together. No, well, I don't know. The ones in Utah are all messed up. They They're, got a lot of bread though, and they do. They're just stockpiling. Do you think when you hit a billion dollars or you're 
or you're a celebrity and you're uh, not even like a celebrity. I'm talking about like the people that are so high up in Hollywood that you almost just become a fucking whack job just because you can't have a normal conversation. This is why I I had a, a bit about, you know, like if I went over to like Thanksgiving or if ever I told someone like, you know, I never tell anyone really, but if someone's like, oh, here's my friend Sean, he's a comedian. And then someone's like, do you want to be famous? You know, like my aunt, <laughs> you want to be famous? And it's like, I want to sell tickets, but you don't want to be famous. You know what I'm saying? It's like people are like, oh, Justin Bieber's doing 120 in his neighborhood. I'm like, yeah, he's getting away from you fucking psychos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like you want to get a cup of coffee and someone starts crying in I, front of you. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're like, hey, can I get a mocha latte? And people are like, oh, my God, it's fine. It's fine. You know, people start crying in front of you, dude. That would be like, get away from me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think it's a combination. I think, number one, in order to get famous, I think you probably have to do a lot of shitty things in order to really, truly get to that level. You're talking about that level. Yeah, I'm talking about that you're like, level. But if I'm like, you know, because bands and stuff, you can tour without... Yeah, yeah, but I think that weird. W- when you get uh, uh, some sense of notoriety or fame, I think you get bored with the mundane really easily, so you have to start doing crazy things. I mean, do you think Ozzy Osbourne just bit the head of a bat because he wanted the attention? He probably did it, one, because, number one, he's probably a little bit psycho, but two, right. that's just... He needed a new experience. Everything else he did, he'd yeah, done the, all the, the drugs. The Ferrari is no longer exciting. No, no, I'm going to bite the head of a bat, or I'm going to join a satanic cult. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. Right. And that's what's depressing about, like, you ever achieve the goal, and you're like, that's it? Yeah. That, you're like, really? What's next? Yeah. You're like, like, that That was it? It's like going to the Grand Canyon. You're like, oh, I want to see this. This is going to be epic. You get there, and you're just like, well. Yeah, it's a hole. And I'm not going to climb it. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you go enough, you're like, I'm, like, I'm going to climb this bitch. Yeah, yeah. But then you climb it, and then what? You're done. You know? Yeah. You I mean, go to like Vegas, that, and... You got to keep... That's why you got to keep setting goals. That's what I've learned. People are like, mm. set goals, write your goals, set your goals. And it's like... You think it's like corny? But, dude, I thought the Laugh Factory was the end-all, be-all. Yeah. If I'm honest. And when I got off stage, and, and we all went home, I'm like, ah, I got work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that was it, bro. <laughs> And I was like, it's almost, I don't want to say that the, I hate we're using the word depressing, but you're like, what's the next thing? You know, I was so and bummed then, that I couldn't see you at Laugh Factory because when I flew out to California, we saw you at Bert's Backroom, which if you don't know, <laughs> it's the size of this closet <laughs> and everyone there was pretty terrible. Rest in peace to Bert's Backroom. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it was a good room to like, yeah, to practice, practice your jokes. But yeah, that, that. That whole thing ended pretty poorly. Everybody had to pay to get in. You had to pay to say your jokes. We had to pay yeah. to get in. Yeah, that's the that's the scam. Yeah, yeah. You know, five bucks for five minutes. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, and then you're like, do I? You're like, all right. Well, I said my stuff, and you go, I'm gonna stay up here for two more minutes because it's not like you're gonna give me my two bucks back. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Ugh. Crazy, crazy. But you know, I uh, I have always been so uh like a champion of you and your progress i know you set goals i mean the comedy store laugh factory you know i was such an honor when i was able to do that uh top gear bit with you when i got the porsche and we just drove around malibu oh dude that was sick and and with the funny stories what people don't know is we're driving around malibu and after we were coming down from this like massive canyon (laughs) sean and i were both so sick just just like getting ready to puke yeah i didn't want to say anything (laughs) i know you did finally i did and he's like oh man i'm glad you're feeling like shit too (laughs) (laughs) yeah so joe comes through i'm i'm like broke i'm in la you know just living gig to gig and i roll up with a porsche joe comes through with a porsche he's like yeah we're gonna go to malibu and i'm like bro i don't like all right let's go we jump in the porsche we end up just tearing up the canyons. This is what I don't get about the rental cars is because we, we used to, after you did that, you opened the gates of hell for me because <laughs> because we started doing that. Once a month, really? we, would, we would rent like crazy cars yeah. and just go up there. And uh, the rental, like what what was the Porsche for the day? 160 It was really cheap. I had it for like three days. Dude, we did $160 worth of damage to it. Oh, totally. That's what I don't get. Yeah. It's like... You're giving me this car because we had a we got a, a one of those new Stingrays. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And dude, it was like, it was like a hundred ninety dollars or something. And I'm like, 
There's no with t- the insurance on it. And I go, there's no tread left on the tires. <laughs> so each tire is three hundred bucks themselves. Yeah, yeah. So I, these people are idiots. It's crazy. But it was Losing so funny money. because we got like so deathly sick, and we're driving back up the canyon, and we're like. You want to get some ice cream? And then we drove to the Palisades <laughs> and got ice cream right after that. Dude, when we, when we, after we got that down from the canyons and we were like, you had like the, uh, you know, the Top Gear supercar experience. Yeah. Then we just kind of looked like two queers. Yeah. They're just <laughs> riding around real, Malibu. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. I was like, yeah. we're eating ice cream in front of a porch. <laughs> and I go, just a couple of straight guys <laughs> eating ice cream in a convertible. So true. But it was fun. Oh, it dude, was it was sick, bro. Was and I still have the the videos, man. It yeah. was there's nothing like it out there, dude. No. Something about Malibu. Yeah. But it draws just the most idiotic people. It does. There's a lot of murders up there. I, I see because I follow this woman, her name's Cece Woods, and she's like the Malibu reporter. She was born there, all that. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of people like they'll kill someone in Hollywood or or wherever and they'll just drop them in Malibu because it's in the middle of nowhere. Like they'll go up to like Malibu State Park or they'll go up to like Agora Hills and just drunk, dump some guy in the middle of the street. Well, Joe, listen, if I got murdered and someone buried me in Malibu, hey. Not a bad day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You hit one of your goals. Yeah, you're, you're buried. You know, where's, where does he lie? Dude? Yeah. We found him in Malibu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. After he was driving his Porsche, he eating some ice cream. A cliffside burial. <laughs> oh, God. You know, it's funny because I remember when I lived in, we lived in L.A. at different times. Um, right. And I remember when I first moved to L.A., um, all my friends thought I was crazy because I believed in UFOs, and they just did not believe me. And I remember I was on uh, the, the, I was heading towards Oxnard, the 101, I don't remember what highway it was, but anyway, I was right near the military base in Oxnard, and I was with a few of my friends, and I freaking saw a UFO on my way to Oxnard, and they all thought I was full of shit, always. Like, they always, I mean, most people, if you meet me, think I'm full of shit, but they saw it too, and that's what made them believers. And they were like, all right. Yeah. They were like, okay, you're into something, and then after that for them, now they, like, they'll text me still to this day that they see him. It's like it opened a doorway for them. Like, it's like you start looking at the phenomenon, and the phenomenon starts looking back at you. Yeah, I've I think I've only seen one. Really? Tell me about it. Uh, I was in North Carolina, Emerald Isle, and it was Nancy and I. We it was like one in the morning. We're on the back deck. Well, I know Nancy believes in UFOs. Right. We are. I mean, that's why I like her because it's like you could literally. That's why I like her too. Discuss anything. Yeah. So we're up on like it's like a one of those really nice beach houses, and we're on the third third floor balcony deck. It's like just dead silent. You could see all the stars. Like one of those nights where it's like you could see. It's perfect. You could see the Milky Way. I've never seen it like that before. And you're just like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all of a sudden just. Like. And it was just this purple. Like light. And it shook the entire house. And it was like the loudest thing I've ever heard. See. It's funny you say that. But I thought they were quiet. That's so what I'm everyone is military. But what kind of craft was that? Because it was just this purple ball, bro. Listen. And everyone came running up and they were like, what the fuck was that? And I go, if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. I, I want to be careful with what I say, but. Okay. I know where you're going. My first, okay, let me tell you my first UFO encounter. Okay, <clears throat> this was, I was 12 or 13, just moving to my new house in Massachusetts a long time ago, and my dog got loose. And I don't know if I told you this story, but my dog got loose. We went into the woods to find him, me, my dad, my neighbor, and my neighbor's daughter. Mm-hmm. Walked into the woods, and all of a sudden, I felt like the static electricity in my hair and my arms stood up. And I knew that was real because I got a lot of hair on my arms and I was standing up. And I look up, and maybe about a football field 100 yards up, it was just massive circular thing just silently hovering with lights all under it and just hovering over like slowly moving just like this and we all witnessed it we all saw it so we freaked out and we ran back to our house we were having a bonfire and the way that it came over it had to have come over my house like everyone at my house would have seen it because we're all outside so i come back and they're like guys where have you been you've been gone like 25 minutes and we're like no we've been gone five minutes like Went to, went to the woods, yeah. came back. They're like, no, look at your watch. You've been gone 25 minutes. I said, no, look at our watch. We've been gone five minutes. We had 20 minutes of missing time. 
You think you got me? like time warped or some shit? I don't know. On accident? It was me, my dad, um, my neighbor, my neighbor's daughter. We had 20 minutes of missing time. And then about five minutes later, my dog came running out of the woods. After that, it changed my world. It was changed it, was it microchipped? I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He died. He died like five years ago. But it changed. It It turned like what I thought was only in movies to an actual real world like obsession. Like if I had a $20 million, $10 million. If I had $10 million, I would devote my life to the research of trying to find out what this stuff is. But I will say, think about this. They were testing drones in the 1930s. Oh, yeah. Okay? So drones are now really just commonplace here in the United States. Yeah, now you get one at Best Buy. So imagine what has been tested now, the technology we have. You know, when we talk about breakaway civilizations, I don't know if you've ever no, dove yeah, into I'm, that. Dude, I'm into all If you this talk stuff. about breakaway civilizations, right, mm-hmm. the biggest breakaway civilization we have is the United States military and the United States government and all the secret programs they have. I mean, when Donald Rumsfeld, right before 9-11, said we have $20 trillion, I don't know if that's the exact number, like, we have $20 trillion missing. Was three, this? I think it was $3.2 trillion. $3.2 trillion Which missing. Which, it doesn't matter. Once you hit a trillion, it's, yeah, it's like, like it's, well, it's fucking yeah. monopoly. We already money. owe everything to China anyway. What does it matter? Yeah. So $3.2 trillion missing. It's not just missing. It's in black projects. You, uh, um, what is it called? Unacknowledged special access programs. Yeah. That's where that money is. And then what? 20 hours later, the planes hit the World Trade Center? Mm-hmm. Is that? I mean, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. No, but I know. Three point two million dollars is missing, and then planes hit the trade center. That's where I'm at in life, dude. If I can't, if you can't acknowledge that the actual, I'm not even gonna say inside job. If you can't acknowledge that what the media told you about September 11th, and you think that's a hundred percent true, then we can't even. I can't even move forward with you. Listen, I've said this before. If 3% of what I believe is true, we live in a fucked up world, period. Yeah, 1.2%. That's it. No, I'm with you, man. I mean, okay, you can't look at videos of 9-11 and watch the projectiles come from the buildings or watch Building building 7 just implode on itself when it wasn't hit with anything and say, well, normal. Like, makes sense to me. Right. What fucking planet are you well, on? Well, bro, they found, they literally thermite. were like thermite in yeah. the dust. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, it's a steel cutting agent. My favorite, not my favorite, because that's, I, I don't want to use that word, but the craziest part of 9-11 is some Joe freaking schmo was digging out the rubble, and he just happened to find the passport of the uh, Saudi Arabian man that flew the plane into the World Trade Center. So you're telling me, Here's the plane. Here's the building. He sits right here, okay? Everyone at home, you're looking at this. He sits right here. Front seat. In the front seat. He smashes in. The plane implodes, and just the passport is just like, do, 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 and just floats down yeah, onto the rubble. Of, what kind of case was it in? Are you? Like, yeah. No, they, the, that's more believable than what, it, what I saw. They, the news reporter held it up. And goes, we found the hijacker's passport on the sidewalk, if you can believe that. He even said that. Yeah. If you can believe that. No, I can't fucking believe that. Dude, I that. was like nine <laughs> when it happened, and I'm like, this is just some horse well, shit, yeah. bro. Yeah, I, I was actually in Orlando watching it live on vacation. Yeah. It's crazy. And, okay, number one, do you believe it was a plane? Into the Twin Towers, yes. Okay, I agree, too. Into the Pentagon? No. Fuck no. Absolutely not. Why is it that they just won't release footage of what hit the Pentagon? Like, because, why Why not? Because you know why, Joe. I, I know, but I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just posing the no, question. No, I know. I know. It's just, it's bullshit. Because, I mean, it was probably a missile that hit the plane, and then they just dumped the, the other plane into the ocean. Right. You know, but but then it, you get into a bigger conspiracy because I think it was an American Airlines flight. Well, where's so the, was American where's, Airlines involved? Yeah. I don't know. I fly Southwest. They never did me I wrong. I fly Delta. <laughs> I'm not changing now. Bags fly free, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but where's the rubble? I didn't even think we were going to talk about 9-11. But where's, but where's the... Look at Pennsylvania. Where's, where's the plane? Where's the where's, fuselage? Where's the rubble in the Pentagon? Yeah. Nowhere. They go, it blew up. I go, there's not a wheel. There's not a seat. 
There's not a piece of luggage. Nothing. What fucking Swiffer sweeper did they use to clean that up? (laughs) They used a Dyson on that bitch. (laughs) For real. (laughs) No, but seriously, Pennsylvania, when that plane supposedly just smashed into the ground, all you see is a burnt hole. And if you compare that to other plane crashes around the world, you see tires, you see bodies scattered, scattered, blood scattered. Yeah, it's gruesome scene, but there was nothing. This was just like I... Took a big firecracker and lit it in the ground. It just looked like a it looked like a bomb just hit, and that was it. But then you think about it. Say it wasn't. Say the Pennsylvania uh, one wasn't a plane. It was a bomb. Okay. What went wrong? Why did it land in a field in Pennsylvania? You think maybe they were like, "Oh shit, this plan didn't go the way we thought. We gotta like," because they they were at the point, especially back then, where they could just be like. You know, okay. The plan- and they had drills going on that same day. H- how how was that possible? They yeah. had terrorism drills, hijacked drills going on that same day. So the reason the the fighter jets didn't respond right away was because they thought right. it was part of the drill. Well, because that's the thing. If you or I took over a plane and we and we went off course even like ten miles, they would set they would scramble the jets yeah. immediately, they ground everything. Look at that that wacko in Seattle that was like. I've, t- I've, I've used a flight simulator, and he freaking gets into a jet, starts it up, flies away, and then he crashed, crash lands it, and died. I don't know if you heard about that. The guy was crazy. No, I don't know. Yeah. He gave the, all the ATC re- uh, air traffic control recordings, and the guy's like, can this thing do a loop-de-loop? <laughs> you know, just, it's crazy. But they grounded everything. They scrambled fighters. But on the most important day in history, okay, question. Let's say the uh, plane at Pennsylvania was a plane. Okay, or, or fine, let's say that it wasn't. Let's just let's play a game. What if it wasn't? What about all those phone calls we have of Jimmy and Bobby and Susie who are trying to fight off the terrorists? And you still can't make a damn phone are call. They, are they all crisis actors? I don't what know. Are they? I'm getting too Alex Jonesy, but I'm I know, just saying. But Joe, like, it's common knowledge, bro. Like, I, if I'm 36,000 feet, bro, I can't call you. No. They used to have phones and planes, didn't they? Bro, but like I they were remember. saying, like they were calling on people's cell phones, and I'm like, oh Dude, yeah, I can't bullshit. even get service with Sprint uh-uh. in Florida. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the on sea level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes no sense to me. So I, I want to say this: 9/11 happened for what it's worth, and a lot of people died that didn't need to die. I believe that. Oh, 100. I believe that, and I just don't believe that we're being truthful. And I hope that President Trump can help bring some honesty back to our country, some transparency. Some he, he knows, dude. Didn't how, you see when he, he, when he was saying like those were explosives, he was saying like, I don't know how the, uh, I don't know how the, the buildings could fall. They weren't built to fall like that. And then what's even crazier is, uh, I was talking to my buddy Mike on episode eight was a lot of people don't know. Trump's uncle was the guy that, was the first on the scene when Tesla, Tesla died. Tesla, yeah, I do know that. So guess what he saw? Mm-hmm. Who knows? But that's just crazy to me. I mean... It's all connected, dude. It's like, what's that rule of threes? Yeah, the law of three. Like, you know someone that knows someone that... Like, it's all... Like, everyone's so close together, bro. What's gonna happen? I mean, I, I don't know. I just... How are people so dead to realize that there's crazy shit going on because they only see what's in front of them i mean but even the news reports on this crazy stuff like you know call QAnon crazy but i mean look at all the shit that happened look at jeffrey epstein he he, he had a honeypot island in the virgin islands where he brought right. bill clinton to all these crazy people you know to try to entrap them it's all blackmail yeah I mean, the entire world is run off blackmail. Gieselin Maxwell. Let's talk about her. She was front and center news. Gieselin Maxwell arrested. Gieselin Maxwell in custody. Still no mugshot. When's the last time I heard anything about Gieselin Maxwell? She was going to, you know, spill her guts, say names. It was taken over. Guess what happened right after? COVID. The whole. I I I thought she got arrested. No, she got arrested during this. Was it? Yeah. But th- what happened? It's gone. What- no, the uh, last time I saw it was a couple of days ago. The Virgin Islands mm-hmm. uh, president or ambassador or whatever. I don't even know their, who their ruler is. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Governor. But let's just say that, yeah, they were, uh, they were like, nah, let us see the flight logs. So now they're involved. 
because they're like, this was happening on our right land, right? You know what I mean? But but what happened to her s- spilling? Where is she? Like, whoa, is she telling the whole story, dude? She's at In and Out. Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. Yeah, I I think Epstein's still alive. People say Osama bin Laden's still alive. They say he's in Bahamas. Because you know Osama bin Laden worked for the CIA. Yeah, Tim Osmond. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And Michelle Obama's a man. Let's just keep going down this rabbit hole. Like, Dude, seriously. when I posted Michelle Michelle has a dick, I went from, <laughs> I, went from I think, 14,000 followers to like 10,000. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Well, look, I don't care. Like, I don't care what skin color you are. I don't care what sexual orientation you claim to be. I don't care... We, I, I'm more of a libertarian where you do you, right? I don't care. No, I'm, I'm, dude, that's the thing. Like, I have my strong opinions, but at the end of the day, I do, yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, you want to chop off your dick? Be, Go for it. Yeah, I mean, you're going to lose one of the most valuable toys you'll ever play with, but <laughs> sure. But when you need to cover it up, like Michelle Obama and all of that stuff, like when you have to start changing and lying and not being true to who you are, that's messed up. You know, that's just that's just messed up. Can you imagine? Think about this. Think if Hillary Clinton got elected and Bill Clinton was the vice president. I mean, the not the vice president, the first husband. Yeah. Think about how many bitches he would be screwing as the vice president back in the Oval Office. He'd be like, honey, I'm home. You know, like. Yeah, dude, I don't even think we'd be talking right no. now if she was president. What's going to happen when Trump wins? What do you foresee? Is he going to? I don't think there's a way for him not to. That's the thing, bro. Like, I'm I don't pr- think Joe I'm, Biden can win. But I'm saying, like, you know how Russia's got our the back. media is not on anyone's side, except for theirs. So, except Fox. So if, well, even they're bought off, bro. You saw the thing with uh, Soros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, how I don't can know. Biden if, win though? He's so incompetent. If, he can't even formulate a complete sentence. I, but it's not even about that, dude. It's like, if Trump wins, they're gonna say he didn't. Regardless, do you well, know what they I'm tried saying? to do that last time. They were talking about the popular vote. Right, the popular vote hasn't mattered in in a hundred years. Why are we talking about that? I don't know, man. I just think it's going to get messy. Regardless, there'll regardless, be more, there'll be more riots. There'll be yeah. It's just so stupid. Just shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down, dude. This is why I talked about your job. What I talked about last episode was we should just divide the country. California's already trying to do it. I hope so. I hope they break off and just float away. Yeah. Or an earthquake comes. Yosemite yeah. blows up. Dude, the fault line's right there. Yeah. But yeah, if, uh, yeah, California's like, we're going to secede from the whatever union Good. or some bullshit. I go, okay, you guys are already in on your own planet. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're seriously. talking about banning all gas-powered cars by 2030. I saw the governor came out the other day and said that. And I'm like, dude, you guys can't even keep the lights on now. So what are you, you have the largest homeless population in the country yeah, and they're banning electric cars and let's just you know, use our Tesla's. I don't even think Elon Musk is that retarded. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the whole goal with Elon was solar panels on the roof charging your car. I would love I mean, I would love that, that. makes sense. Yeah, I'm down. Do you think Elon is a part of MK Ultra like Kanye West? I have my own opinions about Elon. I've been in the same room with him, dude. Really? Yeah, when I worked at uh, Solar City, it was his, it's now Tesla Solar, but mm. it was his uh, cousin's company. Interesting. Lyndon Rive. Oh, okay. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think Elon's like, you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> Let's shut this down. But seriously, Kanye West runs for president. Like, everyone was like, oh, this is great. This is great. Right. The guy's clearly mentally unstable. Okay, look at this. You got Britney Spears, who's a whack job. Uh-huh. You got Kanye West, who's a whack job. Right. You have Macaulay Culkin, whack job. You have all these. Is young... he a whack job though? Well, you brought that up to me about Neverland Ranch and the queue at in the front yard. In the front yard, how Michael Jackson could have been misunderstood. I don't know, but it's. Pretty compelling. Here's the thing. It's like everyone's so quick to have an opinion. But, but didn't it's Macaulay like, Culkin have a band that sings all about pizza? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he did. I'll have to look into it. I'm, I'm going to Google it right now as you continue to talk. I think he had a band that just sang about pizza. Isn't that crazy? I can't find my phone. I don't know. What that is about. weird. And people listening. I mean, my audience knows that uh, I'm into some of this stuff. But, yeah, that Pizzagate thing is wild, man. 
I don't know how to spell Macaulay. How the hell do you spell Macaulay? I think it's M-C-C-U-L. Culkin Pizza Band. I'm not sure. Yep. He has a band called the Pizza Underground. All right. That's... <laughs> Are That's you kidding right me? On the money, bro. Are you kidding me? Do you think now? Do you think he? Do you think he's a part of that, or do you think he was trying to say it without saying it? So I, I'm gonna just throw my thought out there. I think Macaulay Culkin. I think something happened to him, for sure. Whether it was from Michael Jackson or whatever, I think some type of abuse did happen with him, and I, I think that the Pizza Underground might be his like outreach tool to help, you know, like the Underground Railroad and Harriet Tubman and all that. Maybe right. it's kind of the same thing where he's trying to help, but I think Well Comet Pizza was like in a basement. They well he doesn't have a basement. Comet Pizza doesn't didn't have oh did it have a basement? Yeah. Well downstairs well, they had the ping pong tables have, and the server. What's cra- what what's the guy's name that owned Comet Ping Pong? Uh, Jay, was it Jason Aladdin? Uh, Al- Alessandro or something? Al- Something like that. Hello. Ali G? I say Jason Aldean is like a country singer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start that. It's all tied in. Yeah, yeah. It's all You're tied in. It's a conspiracy. It's a lie. No, but but what's crazy is the guy that came in and shot up Comet Ping Pong, guess what he shot up? He shot up the servers that they had in a closet. So what I believe... Oh, not the pizza. People serving the pizza. No. The actual... Server. No, 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 like no, 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 Computer server. Yeah, okay. I was like, wait, he shot all the servers. I believe... God, they're just trying to do their job. I know. I believe the guy who shot up Comet Ping Pong was actually part of a disinformation campaign that came in there to shoot up Comet Ping Pong and be like, see, there's nothing here. This guy probably went to jail or didn't go to jail. And it was supposed to be like this whole... This crazy guy went in and he listens to all these QAnon conspiracies and nothing's there and he shot up an innocent business. But I think someone actually made him go in there once everything was cleaned like up. Like a sleeper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah 100%. Well, but he was, shot up servers. He, that's what's crazy, bro, is the sleeper assassin. And they put that stuff on mainstream. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember playing um, like, fun, like a few years ago, Call of Duty Black Ops. Like, in story mode, they would keep playing these numbers, three, one, mm-hmm. five, whatever it was. And then you're... They call them number stations. And then your character would, like, have these flashes of, like, mm-hmm. assassinating the president. Do you know there are still number stations to this day in the country? They're on, like, AM or different UHF channels, like, like truckers-type channels and stuff. Okay. Where it just repeats numbers over and over and over, and they're, they're codes. No way. Yeah, look them up. They're called number stations. Any of you listeners out there, look them up. They're number stations. There are some that are still active to this day. They just repeat numbers over and over and over, and they change them. There's actually people that listen to them and try to decode them, but they change all the time, still to this day. So weird, man. Number stations. It's so deep, dude. That's what I hate about all this. And I have a friend. I had a friend who passed away recently, um, Michael Sean, man. And, and uh, he was black pill. Well, that's what he would tell me. He goes, he was, because uh, it is actually like, dude, you feel like shit mm-hmm. when you realize like you're just. In this, since I in watched this game, when I watched Out of Shadows, um, Liz Crokin's documentary mm-hmm. um, on the whole PizzaGate conspiracy and how people tried to discredit her and discredit all the stuff that happened, I, I actually, I don't think I've slept good since. Right. You know, like yeah, I mean, even if okay, imagine, like I just said, if three percent of that is true, how, uh, you know, I know he told me to stop. He goes, just live your life, bro. He goes, yeah. uh, he because. Cause he would, he found like the kids in the cages, man, like in Cambodia and he was part of the team of like the sex trafficking. And he goes, dude, there's some kids that are literally born to be trafficked. Yeah. And he's like, once you see that, bro, he goes, you can't ever go back to a, you can't unsee it. You can't go to your job and be like, here's my paperwork. He goes, you're, you're done. Your brain is done. And I felt bad for him, bro, because he was he was in so deep. I mean, he would tell me stuff that, like, even I was like, I'm I'm good on this. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that whole Wayfair scandal that came out? I mean. That, was, that came and went, though. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was the same with Amazon. There were, I mean, okay. It could just be coincidence. It could just be people that post things that you try to, they accidentally, you know, they want this pillow and they click on the wrong one, they buy a $10,000 pillow. 
That's a possibility. Uh, you think it's like a scam like that? It All right, for those be. of you listening, for those of you in the back that aren't up to date on this stuff. We're um, just force-feeding it to you now if you haven't yeah. shut this off already. <laughs> We're just throwing it out there, man. I like to ask questions. I, I don't have any answers. I don't have any, you know. Uh, you can, I have opinions. With me is like, I take all the information on both sides, and I connect the dots. Yeah. Like, I've never, those of you who know me, I've never given a shit about politics. Nope. Never until, like, the last three months. Yeah. And I was like, when, when Trump first got elected, I was like, man, what the, like, fucking this guy <laughs> from The Apprentice, you know? I was like. Fired. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this goof. And, like, when I would see stuff on the news, and then you fall into, like, the, oh, he... You know, this guy's a racist. Da, 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 da. Right, likes to grab him by the pussy. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 uh, I'm not saying he's a great guy. No, absolutely but not. But what he's done and is doing is great. I think he's trying to change himself by the decisions that he makes. And everyone life. grows, bro. That's the thing. Everyone. I look back at myself and I go, what a douchebag. Oh, yeah. Go to the, go to the, those of you listening, I'm going to delete this after I say this, <laughs> but go to the beginning of my Instagram. Douche. Capital D. I haven't gone, but... Yeah, douche. No, but but I mean, it could potentially be someone trying to scam someone out of money, but what are the chances that people are actually connecting the dots between names of missing children and a $10,000 pillow or a toy or a toy box? Yeah, so if you guys don't know, they had on Wayfair, the furniture store, they had these steel... And Amazon. Okay. And Walmart. Really? Okay, so... I only knew about Wayfair. Oh, it's always They have over. these steel industrial cabinets for $10,000, which the real price is like three, 400 bucks. But the name of the cabinets was the exact same name of kids that had went missing recently. Mm -hmm. So they were saying it's kind of this weird like black market thing where, you know, you buy the Kyle cabinet and fucking, you know, you don't get the cabinet, you get the kid somehow. So that was like, really creepy because it all made sense yeah and then i mean what happened if someone ordered that by mistake and a kid just shows up at well, their that's door what i don't get like I think, how does that i think you place the order and then there's some kind of like weird like you have to be in the know right like you there's a, a network like otherwise oh, you're like i'm not buying that yeah that's expensive cabinet yeah but that's crazy but why would it be posted to begin with why would amazon even allow that to begin with price gouging kind of stuff it just makes no sense to me no idea, man. It breaks my heart. Jeez. Does it, Joe? Is your yeah. heart shattered? It was, especially especially raising children. No, yeah, that's true. That's scary. I get, yeah, well, when you do have kids, I bet it's like, it's more fucked up than, because now it's like, what if that was... God, it, like, just talking about it, I have a pit in my stomach, you know? Right. It's awful. No, yeah, it's disgusting. And dude, that's the thing. It's like, you can't deny that human trafficking is not a real thing. Nope. You can't deny that Look at in Georgia. They found, what was it, 30 missing children? 39. 39. In a trailer and not one mainstream media. That's what do you cover I'm it? telling you, man. The media is the enemy of the people, bro. But who wouldn't? That's like a huge, that's a massive victory. Yeah. That's a massive victory for our country, for our world. There are men and women, police officers and investigators that are heroes because they helped restore you know, innocence, hopefully, back to these children and bring them back to their families. I don't think you can come back from that, bro. It'll be difficult. I think once... Oh, shit. It's hard to talk about because let's, say you're, let's yeah. say you're seven and you're kidnapped. And then when you're 10, you get brought back to your parents. Dude, what the fuck is going through your How do you head? go back to like... Yeah. Like I, I ain't doing any of my homework. Grade. Yeah. I'm not doing homework. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But, you know, if 3% of what we all talked about is true... Yeah, this is a sad place to be, dude. It's gross, and that, and the more they say conspiracy leads you to spirituality, because I think about death probably like five times a day. Yeah, so I do too. Because they say that that's life is just preparing you for death. So something's got to come after this, bro. But if, if if something is preparing us, so so if all of this is preparing us for the next world, the next world's pretty shitty. No, like if we're just getting think, a taste of what the world's going to be. No, I don't. You think it's shitty or do you think it's better? Because I don't know. Where is consciousness? Where is it located? I mean, what does that look like? I mean, I've heard people who have taken DMT, ayahuasca. Right. I've heard their stories. But what 
is your theory or idea of what happens on the other side or if there is another side? I don't know. I look at the Egyptians a lot. They buried all their gold and stuff and they would even like kill their cat and their wife and they would like I want well, you cats come. are very psychic right we'll get to that in a sec but I'm talking about they buried themselves with all their stuff because they thought that they could take it with them right but they knew that there was something after do you know what I'm saying well so does 90% of America but do they oh I talked to a lot of people, especially where I grew up in Bradenton, and, and they would just be like, oh, after this, you just black. It's just black. It can't be. It, it, I mean, if you think about it, say there's nothing comes from nothing. Right. Something comes from something. Right. But people think you just, you had your time, <clears throat> the TV gets shut off. But consciousness. Because, dude, there's millions of people born every day or, or some number. How many people are born a day? I don't know. What Maybe. is it? A million? Okay. Let's Maybe. go with let's go with that. Well no, that's probably incorrect because there's only like a, a couple, like the hundred billion people in the world. So hundred days. Hey, there's like eight billion people in the world. Uh, okay, hundreds of But thousands. a million people die every day. That's what I'm saying. So there's yeah. this trade off. But what are all those all those new souls coming into the planet? Because it just keeps going. Well, I heard So do they go, Joe, your your time's done, you did enough, you got a Cadillac, you did your yeah. thing. You well, know what I'm saying? Well, okay, like here's, what's the Here's an interesting theory that I heard the other day. A guy had an NDE, NDE, for those of you who don't know, it's a near-death experience, and a lot of people that have NDEs um, will claim that they've gone to the other side, and, and it's different for a lot of people. But this gentleman had an NDE, and when he died, he woke up under a tree. And he lived 50 or 60 years on this other plane of existence. Like, he literally, like, fell asleep in this other dimension, and he lived this life, and then he woke up, and he was back in his regular dimension. He had a wife. He had a family. All this stuff. And then he died in that existence and came back to. How long was he gone? He said, "Oh, um, like because when you're pronounced hour dead, it's like two. five minutes. An hour or two, or an hour maybe. I think he was he was like legally dead. Pronounced an hour. dead for an hour. Yeah, pronounced for a different Damn, hour. That's a long time. Yeah, and he said he lived 50, 60 years, and then he just came back. Like he was literally at the hospital. Like, Where did dead. he live sixty years for? It was in another dimension. Did he have a family over there mm -hmm. too? Yep." Did he wake up to this family and go, "Fuck this"? Maybe you know. I don't could, know. It, could his kid throw? Could, could his kid throw a football in the other dimension? And then when he came back, he's like, "My kid can't throw." He for said shit. it was totally different. He said it was very communal. It was very like everyone worked for the greater. You know, everyone worked for the greater good. We were all spiritually enlightened. You know, like all that new agey kind of stuff. Who knows, bro? I know, but who knows, dude? Because you have people on Earth right now, monks, every day, just mm -hmm. every day, just yeah. meditating. And some people do, they can levitate. I have heard that. I have heard that. Sleep in the air. They don't even need a bed. I want to see that. But, you know, and, and the monks are really interesting. Buddhist monks in particular, they believe mm -hmm. that consciousness, we all have a consciousness in us, but the, the earth is conscious. And there's a grid that connects us. Think about it as there's this big, like, grid of tethers all over the world. And we're connected to this grid. And this grid is alive, and this grid is connected to another tether, which is connected to another grid. They just think everything just is going. connected, mm -hmm. you know. So your consciousness, when you die, you just your energy gets transferred to something or someone Where? else. I don't know. Well, yeah. if, if you believe in karma, like the Indians, you know, if you are a shithole in this life, you turn into a caterpillar, you know, or or, or you know, I I don't know, you know. I like to believe that we're gonna go to heaven. What would you come back as if you could pick? Like when you die, like a human. What like what's your what's your background? I don't think I've ever asked you. Like, are you my, Italian, Persian? Like, I'm. You I, got the hairy arms, so listen, I'm just I'm I did my dark. 23 and me. Oh, I am 74% Irish. See, that's bullshit, dude. <laughs> well, I do have Puerto Rican and yeah, some black bullshit. in me and everything, but you're fucking 74% yeah. <laughs> Irish. Uh, you got someone else's test. I literally come from the sands of Iraq, you know. But I no, 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 no. But seriously. Yeah, when I look at you, Joe, I think that's that's a good Irish lad. Yeah, yeah, Get the right. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I know, I know. Gary, but, you know Gary? Yeah, Italian. Gary Lilly. Yeah, he has a he has a whole sketch. Go follow him, uh, Gary Lilly Comedy on Instagram. He has a bit of he has a whole sketch about the tw the guy at the twenty three and me headquarters. I, I, I watched that. I watched Bro, that. It's uh, so I think true. he's a little this. I think yeah, he's a little that. They look yeah. at your Facebook and they go, "Hey, he's Puerto Rican." I'll tell you what. I, what I like about Gary is how, what you see on uh, on social media and when you see in his bits. Like, him in real life, he's just as funny, but totally different. Right. Like, like he is way more, 
Like, okay, if I just saw Gary on Instagram or video, I'm like, okay, he doesn't seem personable. Like, I don't want to get a beer with him. And he scares me a little bit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, he's a little scary. Nah, he's the best. Man. Yeah, but he's so fun. Like, him and his wife are really great people. No, I've seen people like... Dude, they're the best. They were my LA parents, man. Yeah. Like he's they, right, like, in his sketch, he'll tell people to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. And they listen to him. Yeah. Like they're like, oh shit. Like No, dude, he's like the most <laughs> genuine guy. I know. But I've is. seen him scare people. Like someone will go to the bathroom, he goes, Hey, shut up. I've seen it. Even at Bert's back room, one person tried to get up and absolutely yeah. they weren't going nowhere after that. Yeah, no, And Gary a, was the one legend, who went man. over his time. He was like, he was like, I'm gonna keep going. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. They didn't do shit. I like when they give him the light. He's like, you're going to come take the mic from me? Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, none of you want a home. <laughs> he did say that. Yeah. yeah. He always does that. Oh, my God. Yeah, he'll go. At open mics, he goes, the combined income in this room is 8000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best, dude. I love I've been wa- Dude, I wanted to do a podcast with him for years. Oh, like, the two years I was out there. On. And just, we never did one. Oh, you have to try to get him on somehow. I know. I'm gonna try to get them to come to... To Disney because he likes the people. They like the people watch oh, at Disney. Of course, I so that I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm like, we live right here. Yeah, come through. Yeah, I got the guest room now. Yeah, we'll do a right. podcast. I know. I think Gary would be fun. But back to the original thing. If I could come back as anything, I would want to come back as a human because I feel I really love the human experience. You want to come back as a dolphin? No, dolphins are actually very very psychic. They're the smartest. They are. It is incredible. But they don't have thumbs. Isn't that a no. bitch? I don't want to live in the ocean. I think the human experience has been so good. Even I've had some terrible moments in my life where I've messed up or I've been in bad situations or whatever. But nice. the, the the highs that I've experienced in my human existence, I wouldn't trade anything for. I wouldn't. No, I There's hear not that. A, not a th- single thing in this life I would change. Even my mess ups I've learned from, I've grown from, I've been better for. Do you, get, you think you get to pick your neck? Like, do you think you get to pick your character? I think it's like a level of shittiness. Like I think it, there's some type of calculation of like how, and I don't, I don't uh, personally the yin, believe the yin in and this. the yang. They yeah. go, look, it's you're like, gonna okay, get, you're gonna you're, get a flat tire on Tuesday, but Wednesday you're gonna get a promotion. Right, right, like that right. kind of thing. But also, if if you believe in karma, which I don't believe in, but this is my theory on you don't karma. believe in karma. No, no, like like coming I believe back if as you something. Do, oh, okay. I believe if you do good, you're gonna yeah, receive yeah, yeah. Good. Well, yeah, I I believe that, but, but not extent. like coming back as a caterpillar. I think like, you know. If you're a great, like Hitler, he probably didn't come back at all. Like, he was so terrible, he just probably poof. Like, he, he's, he's you know, a piece of everyone's shit that we wipe off our ass, you know? I think that there's different levels of shittiness. Like, I think, you know, if I, you know, beat someone up, you know, if I steal something from someone, right. that gives me a point in the negative column. And so six points in my lifetime, I'm going to be, you know, this. Eight points in a lifetime going to be this. There's some type of calculation, uh, you know. But you know what they do say is you go through so many lifetimes, and then at one point it just stops. You stop. Like you're you're eternal. You know, you live in the dimension. You live in heaven or whatever it is. They say that if you come back, usually if someone um, is born and they have special needs, that's their last lifetime. Like they're not going to live again. This is the last challenge for them. And if you are born with special needs and you live a, a life and with special needs like severe autism, Down syndrome, things like that, you have you are so special in the Creator God's eyes that this is your last lifetime. After this, you are going to spend forever in heaven and not have to come back. No way! Is that why they're so happy, bro? It might be. Fuck, dude! I always wondered that, man. I'm like, this kid can't even read, but he's like always happy. Mm-hmm. They say that it's your last lifetime before you finally hit enlightenment. And it's your final challenge. You know, it's the final level of the game. Wow. Yeah. I never heard that. Yeah. That's a that's a fucking perspective right there. Yeah. Like you are Holy shit. They have experienced so much. Like they have done it. This is this is it for them. And this is their last challenge. If they can pass this, then they are eternal. They've hit enlightenment. Damn. Yeah. I yeah. never even thought about it like That's that. That's crazy. You know, another crazy thing, I read this book. Um, front of the line to roller coasters. Yeah, front of the, yeah, yeah. Extra time on tests. So. <laughs> I, I had that. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, is this my last step? Yeah, this is it. This is it. <laughs> We're going home. <laughs> Get the Kool-Aid? Get the Kool-Aid? Holy We're going shit. home. Yeah. Um, no, but I. Damn, I, man. That's wild. I read this book. It's called The Gift of Alzheimer's. It's really, really quite cool. Um, 
I, because I work in that kind of space. Right. And it's a whole view that with Alzheimer's, um, it eats away at your brain, especially different, um, like Louis body dementia, like uh, Robin Williams had, he hallucinates. But they say what you think is actually in a hallucination, the veil of reality is just getting thinner. Wow. And your brain doesn't know how to interpret what you're seeing. So it in turn makes you go crazy. But it's that's why it's called the gift of Alzheimer's. Because as you get older, as you get wiser, the veil starts to get thinner. And you're able to access and see things. But you're not open to it. So you go into panic mode. And your adrenaline kicks in. And it, your adrenaline, like high, high, high adrenaline, wipes out any type of DMT. And so... Um, you end up basically causing more damage. So what this book goes on to talk about is the experience this woman's mother had with Alzheimer's and the acceptance and just the the beauty of the process and how beautiful Alzheimer's and dementia can actually be if stewarded correctly. Damn. I know. It's crazy, but it's called The Gift of Alzheimer's. It's it's the book's only like eight dollars on but it's Amazon. It's not something that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna read this. It, it's so interesting. I bet it is. I mean one in four people are gonna be affected by dementia or Alzheimer's. Do you know what the difference is between dementia and Alzheimer's? I don't. So dementia, uh, a doctor can can diagnose. Alzheimer's, you can only diagnose postmortem when they see uh, your brain, the the pieces of your brain that have been affected. Oh. Yeah. So when you so when someone says I have Alzheimer's, you actually don't. You don't know that until you die. But Lewy body or, or like dementia, you can diagnose. Oh, I, I got it backwards. Sorry. Alzheimer's, you can diagnose. Dementia, you can diagnose postmortem. So like okay. Lewy body dementia, they didn't know that Robin Williams had Lewy body until they saw the black spots on his brain when they did it postmortem. But so you think that's why he killed himself? Because he, he had dementia. He he had Lewy body dementia. He, um, well, he was already. A, I think he was a manic depressive. And he already had some mental health issues. And then he had Louis bodies, so he started to hallucinate. He couldn't keep a train of thought. And I think that, you know, people said it was an autoerotic asphyxiation, all this crazy stuff with Robin Williams, but it wasn't. It was, he knew he wasn't 100%. And if you've ever seen Robin Williams's comedy routines, his sketches, everything, he gave 300% every time no, he went out there. there's nothing like him, dude. You know, he, he was a machine. And when he realized, it was after Night of the Museum 3 or whatever, you know, um... He killed himself because he knew, like, he could not give 100% to his family. He couldn't give 100% to his craft. And he was like, well, I'm at, I'm running at 85% capacity. I can't do this anymore. See you later. That's it. Shit, dude. I like the thing you get to pick who you are next. Yeah, you who know, would like you be? Who would like you be? you get you a little screen? I don't know, dude. I thought about being, like, a like a Mexican woman in my mm. next life. You know? Just Think making, about how much food you can make. Making empanadas all day. <sighs> Bro. Yeah, but just sweating, like living off of pennies, that doesn't sound fun. Why do you want to be like a... Oh, that's racist, Joe. I'm talking about I'm talking about making empanadas for the neighborhood, Oh, bro. there you go. I'm going deep. Yeah, yeah, wow. Three Dude, pennies. you miss a lot. Like, when I was in L.A., what was that... Uh, I always forget the name. The The guy will pull up with the cooler, and he'll go... Bleed, 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 and oh, he'll yeah, hit the yeah, horn, yeah, 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 and they're know. making the corn. Yeah. The or you corn? leave in a club like downtown LA, like you're you're at you're at like I don't know the Standard or whatever yeah. in West Hollywood, and you have that woman's like three a.m. and you're just like so freaking drunk, and that woman's making empanadas, and you're like, oh my god, nothing sounds better. And it's yeah, like fifty dude, cents. Dude, I'm telling you, if you like, I've been blessed to like grow up around like, you know, I have friends that Nigerian, Italian, yeah, yeah, you know, Arabic, like everybody, bro, and everyone's got food that's banging, bro, and if you're not like in that know. You're missing out, bro. Do you like Indian food? Some of it, yeah. I love that's Indian the thing, food. man. It's like everyone has their shit. I know, and it's and everyone has access to the same ingredients. White people just steal everyone's shit. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. Because when I grew up, my mom would make some great food, bro. But it's not like like my mom can cook, but it was not like you know you go to your Colombian friend's house. Right. It wasn't and like culturally you're like, centered. You're eating like I, I remember I had soup one time at my buddy Eduardo's house. Mm-hmm. Right, his mom's like, oh yeah, I mean, you know, enjoy. And, dude, like, when I picked up the spoon out of the soup, there was the suction cups on the tentacles. And then she's like, oh, yeah, that's octopus. No problem. Like, and I'm looking around like, you guys are eating octopus. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But it's bomb, bro. You yeah. would never know that. That's weird. I would eat a uh, tentacle. Dude, it's like, uh, I mean, you got to eat it, bro. You That's the thing. Yeah, I know. You can't. It'll be You're weird. not going to be like, no, nah, I'm not eating that tentacle. Yeah. Like, I know. I know. You know, disrespect, bro. Yeah, I know. That's hard, but. Uh, you know, we have the most beautiful thing about America is we are a melting pot of cultures. 
you know, 100%. and I, I love that about America. And I understand why everyone wants to be here in America. But I'll tell you, a lot of my friends who have come from other countries, like a good friend of mine that we both know, they're from a small country called Guyana. Oh, yeah. And guess what? They came here the right way. They were able to live the American life and the American dream coming here the right way. So I don't believe we should you have mean open borders. Legally. Yeah, legally, the yeah. right way. Yeah. They had to take the test, the American history test. They had to sit in front of a judge in order to, you know, they had to do all these Probably steps. no more. Yeah, that's the thing with the test, dude, because I've had friends that came here illegally and then got their citizenship, and they were, dude, they were showing me the exam, and I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't know some of that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Wild. It's crazy. You know, what year was America founded? Well, it was like one seventeen seventy six. Yeah, it was okay. Okay, you knew yeah, that one. Come on, a softball. That's engraved on my gun, boy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, man, no, it's true. I mean, I've and I've had friends. Yeah, I've had friends that come here illegally. I've had friends that, you know, they moved here on a visa, and then their parents, you know, figured it out how yeah. to get how to get them in. But I don't judge, bro. Like this is the thing. If I was born, this is what people don't realize. If you're born in Iraq, guess what? You're gonna be raised a Muslim, most likely. Or unless, that's you not your, unless you want to die. But I'm saying, like, yeah, that's not your, like, you were born in that region. You didn't pick that. Right. If you're born in Mexico and there's, and it's a... Uh, uh, Catholic. But I'm saying, like, not even religion. Like, you're having the cartels, like, raiding. It's chaos. It's normal to you. And, you're, and your cousin's, your cousin's in uh, Florida doing roofing. And you're like, well, fuck it, SA. Let's go. Yeah, like, bro, yeah. I'm going, dude. Yeah. I, I 100% would have jumped the border. I'll tell you what I'm actually thinking about. I am really honestly thinking about getting dual citizenship to another country. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't know which one, um, but I'm really thinking about it and looking into it. Little St. James Island? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I don't want to be anywhere near America. I'm literally thinking Australia because if the shit hits the fans, like, who the hell wants to Australia's Australia? Australia's fucked right now. I know. Melbourne. They are, like, sold out to the Chinese. Well, New Zealand, maybe? I don't know. I don't know, man. I just... No... I'm scared. If anything, my... bro, Switzerland. It's so neutral. Yeah, I know, but it's expensive. But that's where all those assholes hang out. Do you know that you can open a Swiss bank account right now? Mm, I tried. No, you can. When I was there. Oh, why not? You have to have like 10000 bucks. Well, I didn't have that. But, <laughs> okay. but also, no, you have to have uh, I didn't. I didn't have some kind of like paper. What paper? I don't know, Joe. I, don't I was know. there for two days, all right? But what were you going to do? Put eight bucks in a Swiss bank account? I'm like, oh, I've got a Swiss bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm leaving. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, let me check my offshore account. Oh, yeah, uh, look yeah. at that. I'm going to get a dollar meal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, I don't know if listeners know this, but uh, Sean and his partner, who I don't know, really had a great watch company where they uh, created a few of these really like we almost- have, We have one watch if okay. anyone wants to buy it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but if you're a watch aficionado like me, that's called a piece unique. There's no other watch like it. It was made in in Switzerland, and I want to know. And it's such a great idea. I mean, such great marketing. The whole uh, old time submarine helmet. You spent more money on that helmet than I think the original watch. No, maybe not. The watch was expensive. Nah, but, but tell me about the progress. Are you gonna reopen that back up? Like, uh, it was such a great idea. Yeah, no, we're we're working on that. We can talk about that offline, but. Uh, the thing with any kind of company like that, a lot of people don't realize is you got to come in with some capital, bro, yeah. because they, especially in Switzerland, bro, like there's watch companies there that you've never heard of. And when you go on their website and you look at the price, you go, this watch is a hundred. Dude, they have $500,000 watches. Oh, I bet. And they're like, we only made 12 of them. It's like, yeah. That's how heavy. Not even that, bro. I'm talking about like FP Jorn, Jacob and George oh, stuff. No, you have Jacob never. I know Jacob and no, Co. no, no. Not even that. It's just like a. It's just it's like Jacob a, and It's George? just like an artist, like a like a man that just builds watches. Yeah, and I would so it's love like, that. dude, stuff that like it's not even. I would love that. I would love. We should go to Switzerland. That's their economy. Why don't we go? Why don't we just take a trip? Let's go to CERN. <sighs> you want. We've talked about a lot. You want to talk about CERN? I talked about it on episode eight. Oh, did for you? For a little bit. But, oh. But yeah, it's, uh, we can talk about that next episode. But we've actually almost had an hour here. Wow. Um, I can't believe it. it. Time has flown, and we've talked about almost every major thing yeah, <laughs> ever. I mean, dude, I think that's the way to go is, is the yeah. AD, ADD podcast where it just kind of bounces. <laughs> yeah. Know, seriously. 
But yeah, man, where can uh, where can people find you if, if you want them to? I don't want them to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me at, uh, on an upcoming episode of In the Hall with Sean Madden. Sounds good. And you also have a podcast? Yeah, we do a podcast called Something Funny. Okay. Um, but it's so sporadic, and we just do it for fun. My, uh, my partner who does the podcast with me is super inconsistent, so... Um, yeah, hopefully I get invited to come back on this again. Yeah, you man, know, thanks for being fun. here. Um, yeah, it was a great time. And uh, yeah, Sean Madden Comedy on Instagram, as always, and full videos on YouTube in the Hall podcast. Thank you, Joe, for being on, and we'll see you guys next time. See you later.